Welcome to the Young Powerhouse Podcast, where powerhouses gather to do great things. I am your host, Chris Perry, and this is episode 11, Sales 101. So I am, I feel like I say this every episode, guys, but I'm excited for this episode. Um, this one is really a long time coming for me, and it's a long time coming because I have a lot of people that ask me about sales and how I got into it, how I got good at it, how I sell so many houses, um, how I built my business so quickly. Guys, I'm only six years into real estate and I'm one of the top sales people uh, for my company in the entire Maryland, um, DC, Virginia. So as we call the Washington DC metropolitan area, Um, I'm one of the top. By sales units sold, I'm actually number one for my company in the entire Mid-Atlantic region, which I am very, very honored and humbled about because I work hard at this, guys. Like I do this every day. This is like my heart and soul. This is not just about money for me. This is really what I've dedicated my life to. And it's pretty exciting to be able to get honored for, you know, being able to do what you feel like you're in your lane for, you know, you're walking in your lane and doing what you feel like, honestly, you were created to do. So it's really exciting to be able to be number one for that. And that's for this entire year, especially being that it's during the pandemic. So that's, that's pretty cool, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled by it. I'm always really just, like I said, humble. I don't even know what other word to use, but I'm always humbled when I see the sales rankings come out for my company and I see that I'm number one again that's pretty pretty cool i mean i don't know any other way to say it but that's pretty cool guys so um again i wanted to do this topic because i feel like this topic is one of those topics that similar to the last podcast the power of your thoughts and your words where if you really take what i was talking about and apply it to your life it will really improve pretty much every area of your life And that's why I really wanted to do this topic, Sales 101. And what I don't want is I don't want people that aren't in traditional, you know, if you guys can see me right now, I'm doing air quotes, but like the traditional quote unquote sales jobs, like selling cars or selling mattresses or selling houses or selling whatever, selling insurance. I don't want people to run away from this when they see the topic and say, oh my gosh, I'm not in sales, so this is not something that I can take and I can apply to my own life and how something that can actually speak to me. See, here's the reality, guys. What you may not realize, I don't think most people realize it. Everybody is in sales. You are always selling to somebody or something all the time. And you're probably looking at me weird like, Chris, what are you talking about? I'm not in sales. I may work in an office in a cubicle. I'm not in sales. Well, yes, you actually are. So you are in sales. If you are married, trust me, you're in sales. You are selling your partner why they should stick with you and not divorce you and go with somebody else. If you are a parent, you are constantly selling to your kids why they should listen to you and why you're trustworthy and why they should do what you say. If you are a friend, You are constantly selling to your friends why they should stick in this friendship with you and not, you know, dump you and go with other friends, another friend group. If you work a nine to five, 
you are absolutely in sales. Every day when you go into the office, of course, now with the pandemic, you know, a lot of people aren't going to the office, but pre-pandemic, if you worked in a, in a sale, in a regular nine to five job, a non quote unquote sales job, you are absolutely in sales because every day when you go in the office, you are selling your employer while they shouldn't fire you and hire somebody else in your place. So you are always, always in sales. And here's, here's the thing that is interesting about that. When I tell people that, I, I tend to get really interesting looks because most people never realize that they're in sales. So naturally they suck at it because they don't realize that I'm selling myself. Part of why, the big reason that I wanted to do this is because, again, I feel like if you take these principles that I'm going to give you and apply it to your life, it will improve every area of your life. I'm also putting together a teachable course, and I just wanted to do a quick kind of sneak peek, and I'm definitely going to go into more detail and tell you exactly how I built my business, exactly how I've scaled my business, exactly how I've gone from, you know, making less than six figures to making $500,000 plus a year. I'm going to go into those details and how in real estate, I'm sure all my real estate agents can understand this, how I don't pay for a single lead. I don't do Zillow. I don't do homes.com. I don't do any of those. All of my business, the 20 million that I'm going to do in 2020 and the 40 million that I'm going to shoot for for 2021 is all organic business. So all of the money that I make goes to me. I'm not I'm not making the income that I make and then tens of thousands of dollars is going back into, you know, lead generation and things like that. Now again, hear me guys, I do do lead generation. I do Instagram ads. Um, I do do Facebook ads and things like that, but that's not paying for leads. That's just getting your name and your exposure out there. And then people are organically drawn to me. The reason that I am so good at what I do, and hear me on this, guys, if you never hear anything else I say during this, I've, I've actually heard someone say this before, and I kind of adapted this as like my sales mantra as well. If you get good at people, unusually good at people, you will automatically be good at whatever sales, quote unquote, or whatever you do. You will automatically be good at that because here's the thing about real estate and me, Chris Perry, and this is just me. I don't know if in, if other real estate agents think this way or any other people think this way. I have almost mastered, and I say almost because I do think that there's always ways that you can evolve and change and get better, but I have pretty much mastered how to sell myself to the right person. Now, everybody is not going to be drawn to me. Everybody's not going to be my client. Everybody is not going to want to work with me. Not everybody's going to want to be my friend. Not everybody's going to want to hire me as their real estate agent. Not everybody's going to want to listen to my podcast. Not everybody's going to want to follow me on Instagram or be my friend on Facebook. And that's okay because, again, the right people are in my life. The right people I attract because I'm myself. And I'm very, very good at selling myself. I am authentic. It's funny, you know, a lot of times when people meet me outside of or in person, 
a little bit different now, of course, again, because of the pandemic. So people don't really meet me out as much in person. You know, you may not actually recognize me out in person because I have a mask on and things like that. But, you know, before the pandemic, when people would meet me out in person, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're you're just as cool as you seem on Instagram and you're very approachable and real. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. I'm, I'm very much myself online and I'm speaking more so online right now for my this is kind of going to my real estate agent specifically, but I'm very much me online. So when people meet me in person, they a lot of times they, they say, oh, my gosh, I feel like I already know you. And that's a huge, huge compliment to me because I want you to feel like you know me because that's your first impression of me is online a lot of times now, because, again, during a pandemic, everybody's online. People aren't meeting in person because you can't. So I'm very much authentic in selling myself online. The first principle is that you don't actually sell your product or your service first. You sell yourself and then you sell your product because what people don't realize, and this is this is going to business, but people do business with people that they know, they like, and they trust. I break those barriers down really easily and really quickly because I'm very much approachable. Um, and a lot of my business is referral. So if you really want to build a sustainable business that will scale and that will that will build every year, base your sales and your business on referral. I've gone from, you know, first year I didn't sell anything to second year I did three million Next year, I did six. The next year, I did nine. Last year, I did third, just about 14 million. This year, I'll do 20 million, and I'm going for 40 million in 2021. And I built that for a, diff, a few different ways. Number one, of course, consistency, because I'm very consistent in my business and my work ethic. Number two, referral. I make people, and this is going into uh, principle number two. You got to make everybody feel special when you are working with them. And this is this specific principle is for any and everybody. You got to make people feel special. That is how I've built my business and how in just six years I've become one of the top realtors in sales in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area in just six years because I go above and beyond for my clients. I make all of them feel special, and I really strive to give them a stellar, A1, amazing experience buying their house. Now, here's the reality of things, folks. When you are buying a house, as a real estate agent, there are some parts of the process that I have literally zero control over. I don't have any control over your lender and any parts of that lender, whether that's underwriting or you know, you are talking to your loan officer, all those things. I have zero control over that, even though some people think that we do. We actually do not have any control over that process whatsoever. But everything in my control, I always strive to give an A1 amazing experience in that. And people understand that. They see it. They appreciate it. And then word of mouth is the best organic way to build your business because people tend to 
if someone had a really good experience with something, they're typically going to tell people about it, right? If you go in and you go to a really, really great restaurant, say you, you, you know, you're in the city and you stumble upon this amazing Mexican restaurant and, you know, you're hanging out with your friends and you, you guys are talking about, man, I, I'm, I'm looking for a really good Mexican restaurant. You're going to be like, oh, man, I just went to X, Y and Z restaurant. You should go. It was amazing. Um, get these three things off the menu, you know, get this margarita. And I guarantee you that typically your friend, if they're serious about that referral, they're most likely going to go to that restaurant. It's the same with business. If you give everyone a stellar experience to the best of your ability, then people are going to talk about you. They're going to refer people to you. The great thing about my business is I treat everyone that way and I don't even have to ask for referrals. Like I just get them so often because I truly care about people and I make them feel special. Like I tell everybody this thing and if you don't ever forget anything, if you don't ever remember anything about this specific point, make everyone feel special. Remember this, imagine that everyone you come in contact with especially people that you actually want to have a relationship with or that you're quote unquote selling to. Imagine that everyone walks around with an imaginary sign on their forehead that says, make me feel special. If you do that, then, and you actually go above and beyond and make people feel special and make them feel good about themselves, I guarantee you, you're going to be great at sales because you're going to be great at selling yourself. So again, you actually don't sell your product first. You sell yourself first, and then you naturally will sell your product next. You know, one thing that I say all the time is I don't, I'm in the people business. I just so happen to sell houses, which is the truth. At the end of the day, if people didn't like me and they hated me, then they never wanted to talk to me. I wouldn't do very well in my career and I think that's why most people have a very low view of quote unquote sales industries. Again, like real estate and used car salesmen, you hear that all the time, insurance salesmen, things like that, because most of them, most salespeople are amateurs. And it's honestly painful to watch some salespeople because they're so bad at it. They lead with their product. Nobody wants to feel like they're being sold. See, the, the amazing thing about sales, the good salesmen, they will always be selling to you, but they will never make you feel like you're being sold to. What does that mean? That means, okay, great. You, the difference between a really, really good salesman, if you walk into, I'm, I'm going to just talk about me, for instance, here, and because I consider myself a very good salesman. Whereas some, some real estate agents are very pushy in their approach in that they have they give you 30 days. If you don't buy a house in 30 days, they might kick you to the curb. They have very low, little patience. They don't really talk to you much, all of that. See, my approach is very different. I am very much the non-pushy, cool guy that just so happens to sell real estate approach. That works for me. Because my clients actually get a chance to get to know me as a person, which I enjoy that in interaction and building that camaraderie and that relationship. So my clients actually get to know me as a person first and foremost. 
And I never push my clients into doing anything. It's always their decision. I will help come along and guide them, but it's always their decision and I never pressure anybody. Well, that's the same as any any good salesman will be that way. You will always feel better after working with a good salesman because a lot of times when you work with the bad salesman, you feel like you got took and you feel like, well, this this didn't feel good. I, I never want to have this happen again. But after dealing with a good salesman, number one, it's a win-win because you'll actually get something of value or something good. And then number two, you'll go away, you'll walk away feeling good about whatever you then bought and the interaction that you had with that salesman. So I know, you know, I've been talking a lot about business people. So you're probably wondering, you know, if you're listening, you're probably like, okay, Chris, I don't own a business, but I work in an office. So how does that actually do anything to me? I'll tell you how. So when I worked in in the federal government, I actually used to always, I would excel in my jobs because I used to work very well and I got along with people well and things like that. Because I always strove, I always strive to make people feel special and I always worked really, really well in my jobs. I worked hard. I was in human resources. I loved what I did. But I just knew it wasn't for me. I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. So I quit that and started doing real estate four years ago, almost five years now, and never looked back. So you may say, okay, Chris, what does this have to do with my nine to five job? How can I better sell in my nine to five job? First thing, are you on time? Do you get there to your job on time or are you always late? Because if you're always late, you are selling to your boss that you're untrustworthy, that you're probably lazy, and why should we promote you if you can't even do something as simple as being on time to, to work? Number two, how, how is the quality of your work? Is your work good? Is it average? Is it, oh God, I hope it's not. Is it below average? You are selling to your employer who you are and how much value that you have also by your quality of work. Number three, how do you get along with your coworkers? Are you the person that's always standing around a water cooler and gossiping? Are you the one that hopefully not on the opposite, that don't talk to nobody and just comes in, keeps your head down, do your job, go home, and you don't socialize and talk to anybody? Or do you find a good balance of actually getting to know your coworkers and your superiors and doing a very good job? Because here's the thing. Any good employer, when they're looking for who they should promote, they're typically going to look for someone that's very good with people, even if your job performance isn't number one. And I know this because I worked in HR and I used to facilitate when people would get promotions and things like that. So it's typically if you have better people skills and your work maybe wasn't the absolute, absolute best. And I'm not saying it could be terrible, But if your work performance wasn't the absolute best, but you have really good people skills, you will probably be the one that get promoted. That's the reality. That's that's my experience in HR. I used to see it all the time. You would look at some of the promotions and be like, how did that person get promoted? Their job, their work isn't even like the best, but they're really good with people. 
And that's how you sell in a nine to five. In a marriage, how do you continue to sell to your spouse? You show up, you speak in their love language, you do the things that they like, you compromise, you communicate, you know, all those different kinds of things. In a friendship, how do you sell in a friendship? You're there for your friends. You know, you talk to them, you hang out with them. Um, you're trustworthy for them. All those things, that's how you sell. And again, everybody is always being sold to, but no one ever wants to feel like they're being sold to. And most of the time, most people feel like they're being sold to, so they shut down. That's why I'm very good at co converting leads because all I need to do is get on a phone call with you and you're almost always gonna wanna work with me because number one, I know what the heck I'm talking about. Number two, I'm not pushy at all. And number three, I just give you information and I let you decide after that what you wanna do. And I'm very good at closing sales too. And in my course, I'm not gonna go over sales just for closing of sales, just for the sake of time. But my close rate is just about a little over 90%. And I'm going to talk about that in the course and I'm going to give you tips on how to close because a lot of people think they can sell, but very few people are very good at closing. And I will go over that and I'll teach you guys how to be a good closer, all of that. Um, so the, the next thing that I really wanted to speak about is social media. I kind of touched on it a little bit, but specifically for my salespeople, use social media because again, during the pandemic, when people are online, people aren't really going out, especially because the numbers are spiking back up again. You need to be on social media because if you're not, you are losing out on money and you're losing out on business. And good thing about my business is I had already been entrenched in social media. Instagram was already big for me, but my following grew exponentially during the pandemic because people are home and I'm always in front of them. I'm very, very active. So to all my salespeople, my quote unquote traditional salespeople, my real estate, you know, insurance or cars or whatever it is that you sell, you need to be on social media and you need to be on there every single day because people are home and they're going to be home because the numbers in the pandemic are spiking. So that's just a snippet of my sales course. I hope you guys got some information that you feel like you can apply and that's very applicable to your situation. But I'm so excited for you guys to see this teachable course. I'm working extremely hard on it for you guys. So it'll actually be really good, applicable content for you guys. Something that, you know, again, I can show you how at 30 years old, you know, I've built a very good real estate business and continuing to grow every year um, because eventually I want to be the number one realtor in the country. But I'll teach you guys how I built such a great business in just six years and how my income has, I mean, gosh, when I graduated college in 2012, I was making about $70,000 a year in 2012. Turn around eight years later, I've made multiple times this year in 2020, I've made over $70,000 in a month in sales. A month, what I actually took home, not just what I was slated to make, what my gross was with a salary position, 
but my actual take home pay, what I actually got in my bank account was over $70,000 multiple months. I want to teach you guys how to do that for my my traditional salespeople and I want to show my my other 9 to 5 which again it's nothing wrong with that guys. I don't knock 9 to 5s. My parents had 9 to 5. A lot of my friends and buddies have 9 to 5s and that's okay. Hey, if that's what makes you happy then I love it. But I just knew it wasn't for me and it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life personally. But I still want to show you guys how if you are not in the traditional sales sense of how you can use these sales principles and still increase your income, uh, increase your marriage and your friendships in every single area of your life. Because sales, if you have good sales skills, I don't care what you do, you can improve your life. So episode 11, Sales 101. I'm super excited for you guys to hear it and for you guys to actually get the teachable course. This is going to be really, really, really good content. I promise you guys. So this is Chris Perry. I'm signing out. Definitely follow me on Instagram at Chris Perry, C-H-R-I-S-P-E-R-R-Y, real estate on Instagram or C Perry Realtor on Twitter or Facebook, you know, Chris Perry, there's a million and one Chris Perry. So definitely look up my picture from um, the podcast uh, picture. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Appreciate you guys for listening. Signing out.